Do I yeah. go before the music? I yeah, can't before the remember. music, yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not used to it. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to We Watch The Thing. You're with me, Dave, and him, Billy. No, oh, that's, no, that, comes no, that's after, not. That comes after. <laughs> oh, fuck with you. I haven't done this in months. This is all going the following in the podcast. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the following podcast contains... Hey, wait, let's, start, let's start that again. <laughs> oh, this is a disaster already. <laughs> <laughs> like Matthew Vaughn trying to make a movie. Oh, <laughs> shade thrown. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> the following podcast contains fucking, like, like, you do it. The following podcast contains, oh, fuck, now I can't do it. Ah, spoilers. <laughs> Something about spoilers. Yeah, all right. The following podcast contains spoilers, swear words, and cats. We watch it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to We Watched a Thing, where we have just spent the last 15 minutes trying to start this podcast, and both of us could not remember the word spoilers for the life of us. Oh, my God, I think I've had a fucking aneurysm. (laughs) Oh, man, watching a bad movie will do that to your brain. But uh, how how are you doing, mate? I'm doing good. That's good. That's good. Let's get straight into this one then. Uh, We are talking this week about Argyle, a 2024 spy action comedy film uh, directed and produced by Matthew Vaughan and written by Jason Fuchs. Uh, It's a pretty massive ensemble cast that features Bryce Dallas Howard, Sam Rockwell dancing, Brian Cranston, Catherine O'Hara, Henry Cavill, Sophia Boutella, Dua Lipa, Ariana DeBose, John Cena and Samuel L. Jackson. Seriously a stacked cast. And uh, what is it about, Dave? Nominally about a mystery spy writer who seemingly her books are too prescient and clever and actual spies kidnap her. Um, That's not actually the case, thankfully, I guess. (laughs) Um, And there's some crazy shenanigans that go on and... Um, you know, allegiances ebb and flow and characters change sides and it's all about the friends they made along the way. <laughs> well, let's get and there's st- a cat. <laughs> yeah. Let's get straight into it then because I know that both you and I, from memory, were pretty excited for this one. I was looking this forward to it. This was in my probably top 10 most anticipated of 2024. Yep. Uh, it was Wayne from The Countdown. It was his number one most anticipated of this year. I'll be curious to hear what he has to say at some point. Um, <laughs> he probably loved it. I, I was I was really looking forward to it. Um, and I had a great day yesterday. I knocked off work early and I went to the cinemas. I saw May, December. Then I met some friends for some beer and fried chicken and, and then then saw this. And this is the worst movie I've seen this year, 100%. I don't know how you feel I, about th- it. This, I, I cannot see a world where this is not in the worst of the year when we get to December of this year. Yeah. This movie is a fucking hot yeah, mess. Yeah, I, I don't see I don't see a point <laughs> us holding our cards any further. I, you know, oh. I, I hadn't spoken to you before this podcast, but I could tell um, as soon as we hit record that we both felt the same way uh mm. this movie's just bad and it made me so so sad because it's a great cast it's a kind of cool concept it's really poorly executed it's really poorly yeah. written it's the, really the, poorly made the concept actually got better as the movie went on the first and and uh, props to matthew vaughan in uh, on the marketing where i th- we all thought the trailer gave too much away until he, he said no the trailer everything in the trailer is in the first 20 minutes of the movie yeah which it is and i and the movie does then attempt to have twists and turns. I found this utterly predictable. There wasn't a single plot beat that I didn't see coming a mile away. Yeah. Um, but 
you know, props to him for doing that with the trailer and only doing the one trailer as well. I mean, this but hasn't happened to me in a long... This is the worst film he's ever made. This hasn't happened and, to me and, in a long time, but I drifted off in the cinema in the last half hour because <laughs> this movie, apart from just being poorly executed and poorly written, is way too fucking long. Um, okay. But the entire last hour is an action sequence that is not very well realised. It's really badly shot and badly choreographed. The CG in this film is atrocious from start yep. to finish. Uh, I, ju- I just found this movie really hard to watch. It just was not really enjoyable in any way, shape or form. When it's we spoke the other week, the other week about bad. Mean Girls... And you, you thought for sure that was going to be one of the worst films we saw this year. And I said, nah, it's, this this has already beaten that easily. Miles and miles worse. This is... Oh, I, and I'm torn. As far as spy I, thriller I, comedies I, go, this is at least 10 times worse than Operation Fortune Ruse de Guerre. I'd watch that 20 times before I watch this again. I would watch it before I watch this. I think 20 times is a bit of a stretch. <laughs> well, that's Carrie Always in it. And yeah, you know how uh, I feel uh, about him. <laughs> oh, but uh, yeah, then again, do a leaper. Okay, um, well, okay, let me, let, let's start here then. Is there anything about this film that you did like? Let's, let's start with that. Oh, look, I don't think any of the cast are doing bad work. No, I think some of them are doing quite to, good work. Com- I think Sam Rockwell in particular is really fun in this film. It, he is basically playing exactly the same character he plays in Mr. Right, which I would, which is something I would watch 20 times before watching this again. Yeah. Um, look, unlike Matthew Vaughan's previous worst film in his career, Kingsman the Golden Circle, which is also a giant bag of ass, um, in that most of the cast are doing fucking atrocious work. The, yeah. the acting is terrible as well as the writing, direction and everything else. Sam Jackson is a fucking embarrassment in that film. In this, he's fine. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he got a, a big do. paycheck to sit and watch basketball for most of the movie. But Yeah. Um, but all, all the cast, I think, are fine. I liked Bryce. I, I liked Sam. Um, Cavill's over the top, but he's kind of meant to be yeah. because it's – you He's know, a that, that's, character. The, nat- yeah, Honestly, that's the, the nature of the, the MVP of this film for me is John Cena. I actually didn't know he was in this. I can't remember if that was in any of the marketing, yeah, but because he's only in it for about 40 seconds, but he steals he's the show. Two lanes of dog. When, well, when we cut to him in that opening scene, he absolutely, <laughs> his coffee. Oh, when he just picks her up <laughs> off the motorbike, that was that easily the funniest bit in the film. He was the funniest part of this film for me every time he popped up for 30, 40 seconds because yeah. I don't think this movie is funny at all. I think it's written really poorly. I think this is one of the worst written films I've seen in a long time. Like, not just structurally and, you know, the plotting and everything, but just the dialogue. It's just a really badly written film. And fucking terrible. I I, I don't know. Look, I know I'm going to piss people off here, as I always do. I don't know if you saw all the conspiracy theories from Taylor Swift fans who were convinced that she wrote this. It's poorly written enough, I'd believe that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, look, uh, I I did read that only because I I the minute the credits started rolling, I bolted from the cinema, and then I thought, oh, there's probably some post credits bullshit, which I googled and then read what I'd missed. Yeah, it's a Kingsman tie-in, which I've I haven't seen which any of the Kingsman makes, films, so I had uh, no look, idea what was going on. Did you Did you see it? I saw the post credits scene. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. So yeah, it, it seemingly attem- attempting to tie this into that universe, which makes zero fucking sense because you've got more than one cast member who plays a different character in those other films, which is just f- fucking mind-numbingly dumb. Um, so yeah, I missed that, but I don't care. I'm hoping it's not the start of something, and I'm I'm really hoping it's not trying to tie that into 
the Kingsman franchise because Golden Circle aside, which is a don't steaming turd, the other two films I genuinely really liked. Um, yeah. I know a lot of people didn't like The King's Man much, but I thought it was great. I, I really enjoyed it. Well, from so, what I know, this already has a sequel um, greenlit because well, this is – I don't even know what's true and what's not. So this is supposedly based on the fourth book in a series, but none don't of the Don't believe – no, no, no. None don't of the believe, books, well, not even the first Whatever it is that Wayne released. said is part of the marketing bullshit, well, that's what I, I believe. I believe it's so, all part of the marketing, like, spin because so, so the, the, what the, they've the, thrown the initial, out – yeah, the, the initial sort of story was that this was based on a story actually written by an authoress called uh, Ellie. And everyone knows that whatever that's it fake, is. Ellie Conway. Everyone knows that yeah. that's not real. That's who but, people but thought I, was that Taylor I think, Swift. I, th- I think part of that story is that she had pre she had written six or seven books. This was the fourth one. Yeah, that's just a, one of it, it, not the only Star Wars. Homage because there's a, a very blatant one in the film itself, but um, I think that's ju- that episode four thing is that's just a little Star Wars, yeah. Because then joke. the other I, part of the post credit scene is that then it ends with um, uh, Argyle book one, the movie coming soon, <laughs> and I, I do believe that at least one more, if not two more, have been greenlit already by Apple, which I wouldn't be surprised if they cancelled them after this because this movie is not going to do well. I, I think there'll be at least one more. I think Apple will have paid so much to have this. Well, the word on the street is 200 mil. But again, yeah. I, I don't know how much of that is marketing spin because their claim is that most of that was purchasing the rights to the series. And I, I think all that is fake. So I don't know if anyone actually knows I don't what the know true if budget that of this film fake. is. I, th- I think a lot of money changed hands for this to be an Apple thing. Right. And obviously it's got it's got its theatrical window <laughs> for awards. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Dear. no. I don't, um, surely it's got a theatrical window because they thought it would make money. They don't think, I think this I is going to get because any awards. <laughs> Apple want to get to where Netflix is and Netflix yes. is at a point where a Netflix original can open theatrically yeah. and be successful. Um, this ain't fucking Roma. Um, no. See, but Apple already. I mean, Apple were killers of the flower moon. So like they've they've done that. They've been there. Oh fuck yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. But when they this is probably this is their answer had to a Glass longer Onion, gestation, probably. and they would have signed this and done all of that before. Yeah. Scorsese even I, I started shooting. This so. is this is their answer to Glass Onion, which again you're talking about a, yeah. a quote unquote spy comedy, I guess. Um, so yeah, I just but don't think is, that any of this, this is lands. so far. Like Matthew Vaughn annoys me he, when he first was sort of hitting the ground as a director rather than a producer, because obviously initially was a producer on things like Lockstock and the yeah. you know, the Guy Ritchie stuff, and hit the started directing and obviously did what he knew and did Layer Cake, which, as far as I'm concerned, is on par with the early Ritchie stuff. That's a really yeah. good fucking movie. Then he did Stardust, which is about as close to a perfect movie as Princess Bride is. That movie is fucking great. Kick-Ass. Awesome film. Great film. X-Men First Class. Look, X-Men First Class ain't fantastic, but it was better than every X-Men movie that came before it, so he did what he could. Then he did Kingsman, which was a fucking revelation in the spot. You know, first fun spy film we'd had almost since the Roger Moore days of Bond. Yeah. But it was fun in a modern sense. 
And ever since then, the fucking wheels have fallen off, with the exception of The King's Man, which I did enjoy. Yeah. But Golden Circle and this film are such horrendously bad films. Yeah. Uh, it's making me question his entire fucking yeah. career. Well, and that's terrible because I loved his first three films. Yeah, yeah. Well, let me, let me ask you this, because you said that you felt like at least the, the plotting and stuff got better as the film well, went on. Let me clarify. Yeah, okay. It didn't get good, but I did like the fact that it was because the first, the, the first sort of third of the film, the bit that's in the trailer and the bit that what you think you're going to see, is Sandra Bullock's Lost City. Yeah, it's yeah. almost identical yeah, 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 yeah. in plotting. True, and it's, you're right. It's the author whose books books are actually true or whatever. Yes, and it's not original. And I liked the fact that that was kind of a red herring, and to an extent. My- it, but, but but none of as as soon as they flick that switch, there are no surprises or twists or anything. Oh. It's all completely predictable. The writing's yes. terrible. Oh, 100 percent. I knew the parents. I knew, I knew yeah. not only that the parents weren't the. I knew that they were going to be bad. I knew exactly that she was that was going to be a you know it, she was actually the agent and all of that. The only thing I didn't predict was the terrible joke that Argyle is because her name was actually Argyle or fucking Ar Ar Kelly or whatever her fucking fucking, name was. Yeah, yeah. You know, not funny, on the nose, just awful. Yeah, I I agree completely. And here's where I go. The problem with that marketing ploy then of only using... Oh, you've got to be able to land the plane and they they flew it into the fucking... And and here's the problem, because you're right, the entire first 30 minutes, which I actually think is the best part of the film, (laughs) is the part that you have seen everything in from the trailer. Because, like, the, the trailer shows you that entire first 30 minute sequence <laughs> so mm. it's like by the time you Do get you re- to the twist you're done being interested because the rest of the film is just shit anyway yeah but yeah oh, d- yeah do you recall because i know i know you didn't hate the sandy bullock lost city i liked like it me. i you liked it, a lot. it was quite it, twice. Yeah. it was perfectly fine that also opens with a book reading doesn't it yeah it does yeah it does so i i mean I would love to give Matt Vaughan the benefit of the doubt that that was deliberate, that he was wanting to lead people down the path of thinking, this is just a rip-off of that film. I've seen this all. And then throw a big twist in yeah, and the twist was shit. But, you know, I don't even have the confidence to give him that credit. I just <laughs> I think it was inadvertently I, a rip-off. I, I think so too. I agree with you. Because the rest of it is that bad. Yeah, and it's a real shame because, like, I adore Bryce Dallas Howard. I love her and I think she's- She's lovely. She's, she's gorgeous doing best, in this. But I don't I, I mean, don't think until she, the know? fucking makeover at the end with the blonde hair, which I oh, yeah. Really yeah. didn't like that. I liked, I liked proper BDH with the, the red hair and, yes. yeah. you know, yeah. curves. This this movie just uh, honestly it didn't it did so little for me that we've only been recording for sixteen minutes and I almost have nothing left to say because I just don't oh see I've the got point heaps more to hate on well, are you, you done you keep, with the you hate you keep going then because I just <laughs> I I get this way to me it's like talking about a movie that you love I find so much easier when it's a movie that you hate. After this amount of time, I'm like, yeah, it's just bad. I don't see a point in talking about it anymore. Like, I can tell you right now, I'm not recommending this movie to anybody. Like, there's nobody I would recommend this movie to. Even people who like this genre, 
I'm I'm not recommending this movie to them because it is no, it's it terrible. Is just I would recommend bad, it to people I actively movie. dislike and I want them to waste some of their life. Yeah, and um, it, it's a fucking waste. I I honestly, this movie felt longer than The Irishman. I I'm I feel like I'm still sitting in the cinema. That's how fucking long it is. I saw it last <laughs> night, and t- fucking twenty four hours later, I feel like I'm still sitting there because it is. It just never fucking ends, and the action scenes are so bad and long can we talk about it's, the cgi for a minute uh, like i know i, oh, said, I, I expected that. you to rant for 45 minutes on the uh, cgi look, alone i was just going to turn my mic off and sit back i'm not going i'm not going to rant for ages but here's my <laughs> here's my biggest problem with it is that it gives it a bad name this is the problem with it because people look this at movie this movie is so bad that it brings the whole industry yeah, of computer generated yeah, yeah, imaging yeah. Because here's the thing. People watch this movie. I've seen several articles already talking about the needless CGI. Because because you could argue that. Like there are entire scenes in this movie where the entire backdrop, the entire set is so clearly fake and very badly put together. Here's the Mm. thing. That's not needless. And in a lot of cases, that works so well you don't even notice it. It's in a movie like this where it sticks out so badly that it makes people go, oh, needless CGI. Like, go rewatch fucking uh, Great Gatsby. Now, I don't like Baz Luhrmann, and I don't think that movie's fantastic, but that's a fake mansion. The entire the entire mansion is not real. It's made in CG. But it I'm not doesn't- going to go and watch that film. I, I said to you before, I take your word for it, because I, I know you're intimately associated with it. But I, I not only... Do I accept that I am friends with someone that has anything to do with a Baz Luhrmann film, which, you know, on on a a small level irks me anyway. Yeah. Um, The best thing uh, he ever did was Strictly Ballroom and everything since then has been terrible. But, and even that was mediocre. But when you look at the CG of that film, <laughs> it doesn't stand out like this film does. You know, honestly, one of the most shocking things I ever saw was when I kind of first started working in VFX and I went and watched a VFX sizzle reel of the show Ugly Betty, which there are entire scenes of that show which are filmed on a green screen. And well, you- doesn't that show exist on the premise that America Ferrera is ugly? Yeah, yeah. Surely there's a lot of CG involved <laughs> yeah. just in that. But it's like, you know, I I remember seeing a sequence of her talking on a phone in a phone booth and she's standing on a green screen and you look at it and go, well, why? But the truth is, in a lot of cases, it's it's a logistical thing, like trying to lock down a street just to film a shot of someone on a phone booth. Like it makes more sense to CG it. But in that show, it's executed well enough that it's just it it doesn't look bad. In this, Mm. you've got such simple set pieces that just look fucking awful and it ruins it for everybody. I just, I, I can't, I'm not going to rant 45 minutes because I'm going to stop myself doing that. <laughs> but I mean, fuck me. This is some bad looking CGI. Like every single scene yeah. sticks out and not just, don't even get me started on the cat, but like just the, um, the, the worst bit is the Are you scenery. telling me they didn't throw a cat three stories in the air at a camera? I don't believe it. <laughs> All right. What's, some, what's something you want to whinge about? <laughs> oh, look, I, I had a moment where I went, this is a small touch of early Matthew Vaughan where it, kind of like um, Edgar Wright, you get a sense this guy has similar tastes to me Yeah, based on, on the work he's, he's done. And back in the Stardust kick-ass days, I was like, this is someone from my generation who grew up with comics and the movies that I like and I can tell that from the work that he's doing. And there's one moment where he's recreated Vader's entry 
in, uh, the, the first scene from episode four, Star, Star Wars yeah. episode four. Yeah. You've got all of the brown shirt rebels lined up, hiding behind sort of corridor entrances with their guns, waiting for the bad guys to come through the door or in our case, the good guys. The door opens, you know, there's smoke and whatever and they're coming through and, it, and I thought, that's such an awesome touch. You know, yeah. a Star Wars fan will get it. No one else will notice there's anything there. It's, it's subtle enough. I love it. It's then followed by the worst scene in the film, which is the biggest bukkake of fucking bad CGI yeah. I've ever seen in my life, mm-hmm. which kind of ruined all of the good grace that he had and then saw because yeah. that that set piece is fucking abysmal. Yeah. It's one of the worst things I have ever seen in a film in my life. Yeah. It has no reason for being there. And it, and it made me think back to the first Kingsman film where you've got you've got a great big sort of CG action set piece finale where everyone's heads are exploding in slow motion, all the rich people, it's blood, it's gore, it's over the top. But it's A, it's funny. B, if you take the slow-mo and the, and the, the soundtrack out of it, it's not over the top. It makes sense. The plot's been leading up to it. You know that all these people are, you know, you were hope, you know, you thought maybe they'd get saved. They weren't, but this is exactly what was going to happen. It's not over the top. It yeah. just looks that way because of the way it's presented. And it it's it makes sense within the world of the film. The fucking finale action action piece in this. That's when I drifted off. With the coloured smoke and the fucking slow-mo dance. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's badly done. It doesn't make sense within the world of the film. It goes on five times longer than it should do. It's not funny. It's not good action. There's no over-the-top violence. Yeah. There is no. There There's is nothing, nothing positive to be said about it. I agree. It's just yeah. awful. I mean, look. And the fucking transporter homage thing with the oil slick, with the skating. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you slept through that bit or not. I woke up awake? during. I woke up just as she was like ice skating. Was that memory real? And oh, just like rammed the, the minute on she her said, feet. I was like, please don't, don't do it. Please don't. No, yeah. no, 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 don't do it. Yeah. Fucking awful. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Hang you on. Make, hey, yeah. Look, I just got a big Dizzle's big call. I actually love this film. <laughs> not only, <laughs> not only do I think that this movie is ten to twenty times worse than Ruse de Guerre, This is easily, easily worse than any old shit like Red Notice. I'd watch Red Notice again before this. Oh yeah, Red you, Notice you, was just you pick a waste, any- an offensive waste of money, yeah. and not great. But it was it was, it was watchable. This. You pick oh god any, yeah. You pick any of these bad spy thriller comedies from the last 10 to 20 years, I'll watch it before this. Whatever the oh, yeah, fucking yeah. one, with Murder Mystery, fucking Adam Sandler and whatever Ooh, it oh, is. Oh, so I'll watch that again before this in a in. second. No, oh, no, 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 no. In a heartbeat. <laughs> I, will, I, I, will, actually, I will never I haven't seen Murder Mystery. I'm not watching Hubie Halloween before this. Yeah, 100% I will. I'll, I'll have 100%. a colonoscopy before I watch <laughs> Hubie Halloween. I'm telling you right now that I am never watching this movie again. And 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 let me let me say this. There are very, very few films that I say this about, especially with a cast I like. Even when a sequel comes out for this film, I will not watch it. I am not going to waste another two and a half hours. Like, as much as... Like, I don't think I've ever said that before. But with this film... 
Not doing it. Yeah, I'll watch the sequel. <laughs> I knew you would. <laughs> well, you can, you can, you can film, do it solo on this the show. Film is, this film is so egregiously bad. Yeah. And his early films are so fantastically good. That you're hoping. I can't, yeah. I can't not watch the next Matthew you're Vaughan film. Of, yeah. Because, like, the film before this is The King's Man. And I genuinely really liked it. It was probably in my top it, 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 uh, top ten of the year, maybe. Yeah, right. I genu I, I had a great time with it. I really enjoyed it. The one before that, I cut my nads off before I watched it again. <laughs> the Golden Circle. So it's it's you know I'm a gambling man. I'll roll the dice. The next Argyle might be the best thing of the year, or it could be you know I could hate myself after watching it. So, um, yeah. I, I will actively warn people not to see this film. Yep. Because it is the worst thing of the year. It's it would be in my top five worst things probably of the last five years. Yeah. And yep. part of that is anticipation when it, yep. because I was looking forward to it so much. Part of it is just the fact that it's objectively awful. Yeah, definitely. But um, I'll watch just, the next one. I, okay, I don't. I don't want to end. I mean, we have. I don't think we've really said virtually anything positive uh, this entire episode. Have you watched anything else good this week? <laughs> like, can oh, you just, look, the cast can you tell are me all one, good. Dua Lipa's hot. Um, <laughs> can you tell me one good thing you watched this week? Something other than this? Let's let's just let's cleanse the palate. You know, let's have like mm. a little mint slice. <laughs> oh, I watched John Carter with the kids. Oh yes, that's a great movie. <laughs> oh, you what know are we what? doing? Oh. I'm working. I'm, I'm working through stuff. So we do John Carter. Uh, doo -doo -doo. fucking hell! What were the other two? Shit! Tell me something. Something good you've watched while I quickly all right check. Letterbox jo I mean, I, you, you know how much I love John Carter, and you know who else? Our mate Sean Carney, who joined us for Best of the Year. He, as well as me, also had John Carter in his Best of 2012 when we did that episode last year. So fuck, I love that movie. Uh, I actually really liked May December. I I've spoken to a lot of people I, who I didn't really like it. See it. I, I liked it. It's not for everyone. I totally get people who don't like it, but I was on board. I enjoyed my time. I tried to see it because we were going to do that and the aforementioned fucking dung heap of a film. <laughs> um, and fucking nowhere is playing it near me. Oh, right. I, yeah, I know. Yeah, you're... Canberra, you've probably got dendies on every corner. I've got to drive an hour to get to a fucking dendy. So that didn't help. Um, I watched, oh, yeah, while I searched for the shit I was going to talk about, um, the new Jack Whitehall comedy special on Netflix. Yeah, right. Very good. Okay. Highly recommended. Okay. Uh, also watched Evolution with the Kids. Okay, that's a great movie. That's a great really fucking great movie. movie. I, I mean, I love Duchovny. Uh, and yeah, no mental blanking on the other one. There was there was one other thing I watched with them. Can't think what it was. Sounds like I you and the kids whatever. had a great weekend of movies, though. I mean, John Carter yep. and Evolution are two of my favorites. Oh, and I finished off the Brothers' Son on Netflix. Oh uh, yeah, I've been keen on watching that. Yeah. Well, next week we're uh, taking a break from movies. Next week we're going to go back to music, I think, and do our. Yes, uh, I've been looking forward to this. We're going to do a playlist of. Are we going to do cover songs? Yeah, we are. All right. All I think right. we are. Are we? We are. For sure. Mm. For sure. I actually, you know what? I don't think we're going to have much crossover there. Um, oh, I it's, mean, a, it's a big fucking pool to draw from. It's I'm a massive pool. I'm going to struggle to do just 10. Yeah. 
And obviously, we're not allowed any crossover, so... No. Uh, but I, I, so don't, I don't know how much we'll have anyway. Probably just, you know... Good. Whoever goes galloping for Gary Jules first. Yeah. Shatner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that, oh, fuck. I've forgotten you. Oh, I shouldn't oh, have said Shatner. <laughs> no. No, no, no. I, I hadn't forgotten Shatner. I'd forgotten that you were familiar with Has Been. Oh, one of the best albums of all time. I love Has Been. Oh, oh, okay. Were you so, going to pull it out on Perfect Album? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I tried that, that. That's that's how I know you're familiar because I think I tried that one of the very yeah. first episodes. It's like, oh, surely you're not familiar with this. Oh man, I love has been. Oh, well, if, if you, are, are, we, are we allowed to have the same artist but different tracks? Yes. Maybe I'll maybe yes. I'll go Mr. Tambourine Man then. Oh yeah, Rocket Man. Mr. Tambourine Man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's that's next week. Speaking of perfect artists, yeah. if you want to get uh, more of those, you can head on over to our Patreon page. Patreon.com forward slash we watched a thing. Well, I think we're recording th- episode 30 tonight. Uh, so we're a good, you know, God 20 damn. to 25 episodes ahead of the main feed here. So definitely go and check that out if you're enjoying that series. And uh, they get better and better as they go along. So if do. you're just listening to the freebie ones that are popping up, I mean, they're good, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you can get in touch with us at We Watched a Thing or at We Watched a Thing.com or We Watched a Thing at gmail.com. And we're on Facebook, Instagram, and X, all under the handle at We Watched a Thing. And yeah. uh, we'll catch you next week. Go, go give us a five-star review. We've done it for you. You yeah, always do one. that. Yeah. Thank you.